Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me is Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the knobs and dials is Jacob the Audio Guy. Woo-hoo! We're preaching fun. We're in Nacken, it's Louisiana. Yeah. We have been here all weekend teaching. Teaching and teaching. We're going to perform. Molding minds. Molding minds. I worked the shit out of the group today. I didn't you, care. You pushed them hard, yeah? And I did not hold back. I'm surprised they're here. I really did not think that some of them were going to come back. <laughs> I thought they were going to go home and keep weeping under their pillow like I did yeah. when I went home. It was great. It was so great teaching these guys. Um, just really, really cool. Like I said, I, you know, I, my, my, most of my teaching is level one stuff, so I get mostly classes filled with people who are like, I don't know, maybe acting. Uh, you know, and I, like the woman in HR said, I need to be more sensitive and empathetic, uh-huh. so I took this class. Yes. Yeah. So it was just really, really uh, Or I want to pick up girls. Air. Breath of fresh air. That's still Which relevant, by, Jacob. That's still relevant. And by the way, it's uh, for you know in terms of get improv get for girls, improv to get girls. Bad path. <laughs> May I say, part of my path over the last couple of years, I was ta- we were talking a little bit about the different jobs that you have to take on as an entertainer in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. uh, shows aren't quite as forthcoming as you'd like them to be. And you didn't even talk about your prostitute days. Well, the, you know, times it was were tough. That, that didn't last a whole long time. Well, corners, all the good corners are taken. So, um, <laughs> it's an old town. It yeah, is yeah. an old town. With old prostitutes. No, I, I actually found myself approached by some guys who came to one of my drop-in classes <laughs> that I taught every week. They came up and they're like, hey, we'd like you to do some private coaching for our group. Um, on the regular, pretty much is every week. Is that a cock or a billy club? <laughs> well, this is where we're going. Uh, so, so I'm like, sure, yeah, I can, you know, I can go in and, and, and teach, uh, teach you guys. So I go, I show up, and I, it's like some random weird little hotel. It's a, it's a big suite, but it's about 25 guys just crammed into this suite. I'm like, what? It's oh, horrifying. What? Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> Torrifyingly sexy. They want me to run basic improv exercises, very simple stuff, uh, you know, just warm up, break the ice type things. I slowly, over the next like three or four weeks of be- teaching this group, come to realize this is a pickup artist crew. They have guys fly out to Vegas from all over the country and the world. So I was teaching people whose English was not even their first language with this bunch. And they had this whole system set up. So what they do is they take all their guys and they'd have them go get TAM cards, which was the alcohol uh, dealing card, which meant that you it's could a handle meant meant you could handle alcohol in a professional sitting uh, to be a barback or a bartender, right? Mm-hmm. But that gave you a free pass on industry nights at clubs. So instead of having to pay cover charges every time they went to clubs, they all would just flash the TAM card that they got for a very cheap fee and go into the club and practice their pickup artistry stuff. That they had been working on oh, day and night. Genius. In this, in, it is genius. Oh, I there learned a lot. lot of I learned moves. a lot over this year of t- training this stuff. Some stuff that I was like, oh, God. Because some days I would come in and they would be in the middle of like a video seminar. 
and I'm just sitting there, and I'm just, and I've got like half of it's like hidden camera club footage of like all these moves. And I'm like, what is happening? What am I? Who is getting roofied? What is that? I was like, what? Yeah. So the answer was really, a lot of people. A lot. No, it was really, really bizarre. But I met some really cool dudes. But I met some some creepers for sure too. But it was really, really funky, funky. The kinds of gigs you fall into. Did you find? Did you note progress? Did you Did you see some guys become ballers? There were a few people who were like, I'm going to keep doing improv. This is great. And then there were, there were some people who were like, I'm crushing it in the clubs thanks to your uh, ice-breaking techniques. <laughs> yes. But honestly, yes, and well, we, yes. worked, we worked all day yesterday. One and, of those uh, people was Ron Jeremy. What's the number one thing? What's the number one thing that I stress with you guys? And you'd be surprised eye contact, contact, what how said. far that goes. Like, that's one of their number one rules, too. It's weird. Like, you know, pick up, pick up an, an improv. There's a lot there because... You're thrown into a situation with a stranger immediately. You're asked to make a deep personal connection, and you're trying to make something interesting happen. Like that, right? It's improv. And but it's, but it's gross social improv. <laughs> apply. You, the powers of improv can be applied for evil. Easily. Yeah. I but I say, tried to make sure that it wasn't like just total skivo. I always was just like, eh, not you know, total. Now go, no. But, you know, go. Uh, Mostly. Go do some theater, I mean, guys. Look at Paul Mattingly. Obviously, he was holding back all of his real masculine appeal just – Crushing the girls, boom, boom, boom. Well, it got progressively weirder. We went from a hotel suite in one of the MGM offsite spots. Yeah, that's the music. Where'd it go next, buddy? Then we went to this really weird, divey, mm. broke-down apartment building in behind of a really fucked-up casino. Yeah, behind Sometimes it. Sometimes I teach inside the casino bar. They'd move some tables for a while, and we'd teach in there. Yeah. The last place I did two weeks, the last two weeks I taught with them was in the back room of the Spearmint Rhino. <laughs> Which is a big strip, strip club. No, strip not the club. Spearmint Rhino, the, the, the Sapphire. Sapphire. The Sapphire. A different strip big club. strip club. Yeah, so I walked into the strip club, into the back room of the strip club. Ordered my usual. They were like, Paul! Paul, where you been, buddy? Surprisingly... Fewer and fewer of the guys came to my class while it was held in the strip club. They really? Didn't, yeah, they didn't stick around. They came to the building. They didn't stick around. <laughs> and that was it. That was my last two weeks. And then that was they it. And I was strip club, and they're like, wait a minute. A to B. And at that point, I was very happy to let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember me? You reminded me of, 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 my, of, of a dumb Vegas thing that happened to me. <laughs> which is, There's I a been, lot. There's a lot of dumb Vegas I things that I ended up being happened. hired to write a porn off a of Craigslist. Oh. Was this the thing that you, this was different from what you and I were working on together? Yes. This is a different one. Because we were doing a, a possible porn parody musical. Right. That's a whole different project. Yep. Oh, boy. That's the sweat house. Uh, yeah. So I remember just like looking for jobs uh, when I moved to Vegas in entertainment. Uh, and uh, First stop Craigslist. That's it. I, I, I was doing the thing where you look on Craigslist for jobs. Right. As people you do. do the thing where you look on Craigslist for jobs. I, you're, you're correct in that I don't do that anymore. Is that what you're – I've I, learned. I never have, but you go ahead. Yeah. But people, I'm the guy people that's not do the pickup that. crew. I don't know. It used to be a thing. Yeah, it yeah, did. It was do. more of a thing. Before LinkedIn. But LinkedIn's never gotten you a job, never gotten me a job. It's not gotten Entertainment. LinkedIn's not good for not entertainment. Not for actors, no. Because people take one look and they're like, what have you done? What, I, got my, I got my jazz club job, job off Craigslist. I got a job off Craigslist. And I wrote, I wrote you know – so I was working. On, I worked on Penn and Teller Tell a Lie, which is a television show on Discovery Channel that didn't get renewed, and that was where I went from intern to writer. Right, right. And so 
I was like, oh, I finally have a writing credit. I need more writing credits. I should try to write as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, uh, I saw this like cryptic ad for like you know writing, but for Great. like a you know whatever romantic whatever, but looking to do something different. What you didn't realize then that you know now is all of the really good legit job posts are cryptic. They don't want it. They don't want to tell you any details about the job. You're but, totally right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're totally correct. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They're all super cryptic, like, super, yeah. You, every you, time they're like, we're looking for like a fresh face, don't name person, do something totally innovative in television, you're being asked to be a, a prank show. That's you're, what you think. You're being asked to, to ruin strangers' days. Yeah. That's, what, yeah, that's yeah. every job that you have as an actor mm-hmm. is that. And so whatever it was, I just was like, I just simply saw like, paid to write a script. I like those things. And all of a sudden, they're like, well, you know, they might have some adult themes or whatever. And I was like, I don't give a shit. Let's do this. And all of a sudden, it was like three exchanges later, like, it's porn. (laughs) And then I was like, it'd be hilarious to say I wrote a porn. Yes. (laughs) There used to be a website. It's got to still be out there. All it had on it were uh, the the scripts from porn movies. Right. And it it, it would have the entire script there. And it'd be like eight pages. And then mm-hmm. at the end of it, it would tell you how long the porn had been, like how long the full movie was. So it would be like eight pages, 192 minutes. <laughs> we had the, you talk about the show that we did that was a porn parody live sketch show. We made fun of this experience because what happens is you write a script, but w- when it comes to the sex of... There's of, a lot of rewrites on set. What, yeah, you, <laughs> you don't... You don't like porn stars and their director, they figure out what they're going to do. Yeah. You don't write that part. And so we were doing this thing in the bit that Paul and I wrote in the show. was like, we're going to bring you up and you're going to read, read our script. And because we wrote what I wrote in my script at the time, which is you write all the way up to the point where it's going to go down. And then you just write sex happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we were doing this bit where we'd which bring people up on stage to read our sketches and we pretend to direct them enthusiastically and then we'd be like and then sex happens and then sex happens and just like look at them while after you say sex happens it would be we'd awkward have them dressed up like an astronaut and a, and a, yeah. a banana suit and all this weird stuff yeah and now sex happens go guys oh you guys directed that movie no so the movie, it's a good uh, movie the third one so oh I, that, that's a good one it was supposed to be i don't even rem- i'm trying to remember now it was supposed to actually be like a frankenstein type of parody or something like that but they want it to be funny that's why I was like, yeah. And so I was like, I have no shame in writing whatever, and let's just do it and, and, and figure it out. And I wrote this ridiculous, very over-the-top comedic thing. And I remember trying to be like, I'm not going to write to type. I'm going to like do something different with each character. I'm going to give them their own different weird comedic flaws. I'm not going to make them... I'm not going to make like, the blonde dumb. I'm not going to make the whatever. I'm going to like reverse role. I was doing like... I, wanna be, I was so ambitious... <laughs> Incongruity. 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 Yeah, totally. Like, I was like, this is going to, I'm going to innovate, you know? What everyone wants with porn is good writing. It's so, so spoiled. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I was so dumb. And, when it, and this year's winner for best writing in a porn is yeah. some so, guy. So they were going to pay me, I think it was, it was going to be like, it was going to be something like 30 pages, and they're going to pay me like 500 bucks. And, if, and then I gave him like 10 pages to be like, is this the direction you want to go? And a good like, 10 people in this audience just went, 500 bucks for 30 pages. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a living. It's yeah. It's a living. Scrape them by. You I do can, what you got to do. I can write 30 pages. At that time, my quote for any kind of job, it was like 100 bucks for a day. I was in, you know? Right. And so uh, uh, 
I was like, uh, yeah, let's do it, you know? And then I, I wrote 10 pages, and I was like, is this maybe like uh, I'll take notes or I can write differently, <laughs> you know? And I was, it, was, it was like a retired porn star who was producing it. I'll say her name. R- Rebecca Love was her name. Her real name? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Rebecca Love. Uh, and that was her name, and... and uh, and she, like, literally, I sent it to her to be look like... At, look at all the phones that just turned on. Oh, my God. No. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, Rebecca Love. Ooh. I, at this point, I think you'd have to, like... There might be more than one. It would be the older one you find. It'd be under the classics section? <laughs> Certainly vintage, if not vintage. classic. Yeah. Vintage? Vintage is worse than classics, isn't it? Because classics can be any era. You can have a classic that comes out today. It's like that new dog movie's clearly going to be a classic, right? Right. That lost dog yeah, no. movie? Classic. Yeah, no, vintage. Vintage. Vintage okay, for sure. Vintage, yeah. Vintage, vintage era. for sure. Yeah. And, uh, oh, boy. And I sent it to her, you know, like, hey, it's the first 10 pages. Just, you know, give me notes. Giving you a taste here. here. Yeah, what do you yeah. think? Yeah, just, uh, you know, am I going the right direction? Am I barking up the right tree here? You know, uh, and uh, that's her. <laughs> um, oh, she has a face. So, um, <laughs> neat. She has bangs. <laughs> so <laughs> I'd never talked to that before. So what? What was her take on your uh, draft? Uh, I don't think we're gonna work with each other. <laughs> she, I was so ridiculous that she was like, "No." <laughs> it was like, "Stop working on this." It was like, "Please stop." She absolutely wanted me to just write. Did you the get typical. any money? Yes, I did. Nice. I did. Fifty dollars. That is the true Hollywood glory. Story American. Right That's it. Everybody who didn't look interested when you said five hundred dollars for thirty pages just looked interested. Yeah, I got paid fifty bucks for my effort like, oh, to I like go like away. Like basically, like, can we forget that we've never? Can we forget we ever met? Here's fifty dollars. <laughs> well, that's even more honest, you know. When you get into this field, if you are cool with accepting about ten percent of your dreams, you're going to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm not done. I'm going to show her. I'm going to make Frankenstein the porn, and it's going to change the world. De Niro already tried. <laughs> Cockenstein. Cockenstein. <laughs> so, yeah. He was built out of quite a few different well-hung men. They called him Cockenstein. Why did you make me 57 inches, father? I can barely move. <laughs> Bing bong. Who could it be? Pizza girl, see? Innovation, it's usually a boy, but I'm a girl. I didn't order a pizza. No, and you didn't order this either. Wowzer. She was a pizza girl. Give me a few hours. My girth takes a long time to fill. But she needed some extra pepperoni. Well, I need an extra 20 to 35 minutes. <laughs> I, so I lose some blood because the stitching doesn't hold all the way through. He had an exterior pump to assist with the blood. Give me time. A lot of the tubes inside didn't line up perfect. It's not like just a jigsaw thing. It, you know, it, it, there's, you got to have sets that are at least close. It turned out a valve just wasn't open. That's what I'm saying. There's blockage. There's I, blockage. I need a penis in 30 minutes or less or I'm out of here. I'm sorry, it's free, ma'am. 
It's free. <laughs> you get nothing and it's free. Coming to a filthy theater near you next May. Cockenstein. And the AVN Award for Olympist Longest Cock Slap goes to Cockenstein. I want to thank Jesus. <laughs> that jump rope scene was really different and innovative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Doc- jump rope was not Jewish. Dr. Cocken, Stein, 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 <laughs> all dressed in fine, fine, fine. Who wouldn't rent that? <laughs> the double Dutch scene to end all double Dutch scenes. Oh, double, were, double Dutch rudder Dutch? scene. It's a double Dutch rudder scene. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, some dreams are meant not to be pursued. Uh-huh. That's it. That's it. Uh, Scott, how you doing, pal? Speaking of I'm pursuing well. dreams. Thanks for having us. You're, you're like secretly the most frequent guest on our show. Is that right? I think so. Mm-hmm. I what think is this? Is your like sixth six episode? Or seventh six episode. Six or seven? Yeah. Insane. This is it's Scott Carell, who in. is the uh, director of Kappa, the assistant director assistant of Kappa? Assistant director of School of Creative and Performing Arts. Great. Assistant yeah, to assistant the regional director of Kappa. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? It means I'm a lackey. Exactly You're a lackey. I mean, I'm a lackey. You're the director of the theater department, though. Uh, yeah, I was director of the theater department. Okay. Uh, well, I was. Excuse me. You was? What? What's going on? So well, I've moved, you I'm, got promoted. I got promoted. Oh, yeah. I, was like, I was like, does he work here anymore? Like, Are we, are we supposed I'm to be jan- in this theater? I'm now, he just kept I'm the now keys. a janitor. That's what I do. Like, he just held on to the keys. The job was dragging me down. I just want to be with the kids in the yeah. theater, and that's it? Yeah. Cockenstein. <laughs> 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 they thought it couldn't be a porn, but I said, of course not. It's going to be a musical. <laughs> um, so uh, we, will you direct it? Wait, no, I'm kidding. So, um, <laughs> I'll direct it. I'll star in it. I'll do the costumes. 40 pages. So now uh, you brought us out here because you do improv here at this program. Well, uh, as part uh, of this program. Do I, do I do improv? No. Kind of? Maybe? No. I barely show up, evidently. Well, I was going to ask, like, how much is improv a part of your program? Well, we have an improv troupe called Out on a Limb. Uh, we do shows maybe once every two weeks or so. We rehearse every week, uh, four to six on Sundays, two okay. hours. We do... Uh, sorry. Do I need to put my lips on the mic? Eat is that it. better? Eat it. Eat it. Okay. And that's just so, Paul directing Cockenstein, but yeah, go ahead. Eat yeah. it. Eat it. So it's a good troupe. Slower. Eat it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, we do a uh, good troop. Okay. Yep. <laughs> not great. Not bad, but good. We do good troop. Guys, do tonight have job. improv <laughs> show tonight. Ah! Changing the name from Out on Limb to Fair to Midland. <laughs> <laughs> Leave your troubles at the front part of my penis at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't cross rope. <laughs> rope, not what you think. <laughs> what uh, what what are you guys up to then? What's the big th- What's the big show coming up? You're about to start the next semester, right? Yeah, or we're about to start the tomorrow next semester. Tomorrow officially starts. So yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is, What are the shows we got coming up? We do the 1940s. We're just radio. shouting years at you. I don't yeah. know what's going on. 
Do you run a theater department? We have or the Birds. Machine? Machine? Students, we have years, a student here who's directing a show called The Birds. The Birds. We're it's doing it. Hit, it's not the Hitchcock. It's well, a, no, it's similar. Is it it's related some, to it? Really? Yeah. It's based off the same yeah, short story yeah. as Hitchcock's The Birds. Interesting. Yeah. Neat. By a guy named McDonough. Are you and then we're doing ter- the Cat who, in the Hat, which is a dance who's, show. You're, you're directing that? Are you going to terrify the the actors the way that Hitchcock did when he was creating the birds? You're just going like, to throw live birds at, at actual people? Origami. Origami birds. Uh, yeah, it's, it's origami birds. Ha! Paper cut! Hold on. Get on the yeah. mic if you're going to talk for a long period yeah, yeah. of time. You got to come up and talk. What yeah, you guys saying? come up and talk. Yeah, you can come up and talk. Talk into Scott's mic if you want to talk. What are you, you going to do? How are you okay, going to terrify the so cat? So first off, it's not McDonough. What's your name? It was good. You tried. I'm I'm Joey. I'm Joey Carroll. Uh, I'm directing a show called The Birds, good. and it's uh, di- it's written by Connor McPherson. Uh, this is oh no, he's fact checking me. It's no, it's McPherson. Um, Pherson. Mc- How Connor long is the show? Is here's here's what I know is that you guys don't know who wrote this. That's what I know. <laughs> exactly. What exactly. So far, there's a show. <laughs> but <laughs> I have the script. I bought it, so I I kind of know what go. it's about. Uh, <laughs> This is my uh, choreographer, Asher Kozort Van Meter. I, uh, I directed two other shows. I stole the scripts for those shows. This is yeah, the yeah. first one I paid for this the is script. The first script I've actually I did have paid possession for. of those scripts, though. So I, I had that step down. Yeah, this is my choreographer. We're trying to do a little uh, cross dimensional thing, Good. add dance. You know, people can't see him, right? This. Um, <laughs> Good. Into the play, and he's going he's gonna to say a little something. All right. Good. Good. I was only concerned with the choreographical direction of this show. Well, this yes. might this might answer the question of how they're incorporating the birds. Okay. Okay. Right. So my name is Asher Van Meter, and uh, we're doing a kind of cross dimension of contemporary ballet and a play, and the dancers will be good, extensions good. of each character's emotions, and they will also represent outside forces, like the birds. Okay. Like birds. So yeah. the dancers will be the birds. Yes. But only in form, not in costume? Only in form. I, so unless, if, if, the, if, the, if the dancers, if ba- modern ballet dancers are representing the birds, is it only black swans? Nailed it! Oh! Yeah! Oh. High fives! Why are you high fiving me, Asher? Five years <laughs> they can't. Ago. They can't see. They can't see. So. I know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> audio on. Audio on. I, I'm actually narrating. You leave me hanging as a comedic beat for the listener. Uh, yeah. So, so, will you throw the dancers at people? Me personally, well, like Hitchcock did, he threw birds, he threw at live his performers. birds at performers. I think Alfred you should Hitchcock throw, uh, will come back from the dead awesome. and be at every show. <laughs> That's all I wanted to hear. Throwing the dancers Guaranteed. at the audience. You'll be seeing a lot of dancers being thrown across the stage, but I want you to know, none of them will be hurt in any meaningful or lasting way. Some of them may incur a bruise or perhaps a laceration. Those of you who have squeamish stomachs, I advise to sit rows three or further back. <laughs> Good evening. Cockenstein. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, Alfred Hitchcockenstein. Oh, there it is. Oh, it writes itself. Well, congratulations. Uh, that sounds like an avant-garde and admirable uh, adventure in uh, like a different kind of uh, performance there. That's, that's going to be uh, tricky. That's gonna be tricky. So let's wait, let's get our director back up here again, Joey. Yeah. Hey, I'm back. Okay. So, uh, what year in the program are you? I'm a first-time senior. First-time senior. Mm-hmm. That seems that seems ominous. There's gonna be a second time. There's gonna be a second time. Okay. But I don't want to say junior because that's lamer. So you are a fourth-year student. Yes. Okay, and you are expecting to have a fifth year. Yes. Got it. 
I'm double majoring in music and theater, which is kind of why I'm trying to push myself into... Do you have any other uh, answers to questions we haven't asked yet? Do you want to keep going <laughs> with... Uh, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. great, I'm great, great. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. He's like, great. yes, Glad yes, I kidding. do. So your cast, you have to cast a show. Have you directed it here in this program before? I have. This okay. is my second show. I've also But you only done paid for the one show. <laughs> two. You pirated Correct. the first show that you Correct. directed. Yes. Correct. Uh, I'm, I'm, we might pirate every show here. I'm not really sure. No, I'm just Are kidding. Are there pirates no, in we, the we birds? Do not, we do not pirate. We might Sorry. do. Sorry. We might do, I think what he meant to say is we might do pirate versions of every show. Right, right. <laughs> Yar. Uh, sweet man, I knew him well. Yar. Originally, the show was just called Penzance. We were the first ones. <laughs> we pirated Penzance. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, uh... What is it like? So you're in the program, and then all of a sudden you're directing. Now you have to cast out of uh, a pool of people that you're very familiar with, right? Yes, absolutely. Do you do you find that people start kind of kissing your ass or like buttering up to you to figure out if they're going to kind of get a role? They really suck up to you to make sure that, that you don't cast them. Um, it's it's not necessarily that. It is definitely. I do definitely have more conversations with people whenever things look cool. It's kind of like, it's kind of like whenever I'm telling people that I'm going to be directing a show called The Birds and there's going to be dancing and all that, they just kind of look at me a little crazy, okay. and then they're like, "Oh, okay, we'll see how it goes." But I'm sure that when it when it goes well, because I'm sure it will, um, <laughs> I'm sure I'll get more respect then. So the okay. best part is that uh, you're you're talking about how they look at you strangely when you when you say that. I'm looking at them as you say that, and you can't see them, and they're looking at you strangely as you describe ah, how they look at you strangely. Ah, ah. Maybe maybe they're not really good at it. Whoever wants to kiss my no, ass a little bit they're more, they're good at looking at you strangely. You definitely, who, very good. Oh. At it. Who Trust is going me. to who is going to be auditioning? Uh, have you already we, had auditions? Yeah, we've had our auditions and it is cast. Oh, it is cast. Okay. Who here is in the cast? Who's doing it? Oh, there are several. All right, okay. three people in the cast. Uh, all right, you you come down here. Orange orange shirt, come here. Orange shirt, you come down. <laughs> you there, with glasses, get down here. Good, they're climbing over people. Here they come. Uh, and you're in this as well. Yes. Okay. Great. It's so where they're all wearing feathers. One at a time. <laughs> and the audience, the audience is going to vote, and we're going to vote. And their audience counts as one vote. And then Paul gets two votes. I get two votes. Jacob gets two votes. Great. What do all these votes count for? Uh, I want your You're best ballet <laughs> bird noise. Your best ballet bird noise. Into the mic. Into the mic. <laughs> okay, great. My what was man? your name, sir? Uh, Thomas Hadzriga, number 13. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Thomas, that was uh, good. I'm Ricky Hernandez, uh, number 86. Good. <laughs> All right, he went with, oh. he went with the physical flapping. Okay, okay. There's a very he did not physical go flapping. into the vocalization. He did not go into it. Very bold choice. No, no, you don't get a vote. No, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> More reason not to get a vote. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you something. My wife's a choreographer. Trust me, you get nothing. <laughs> you get no vote. <laughs> you get no say. Hello, Mila Gonzalez, number three. Great. Okay. Oh, oh wow. Now. I was like not frightened at, at all, as much as I was more like siren towards it. Uh huh. Like so, if it makes it maybe makes it make her more lethal. Like, oh, what an adorable Ooh. bird! And then, boom, your eyes are gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that could be it. Uh, my vote has to go with the second one because it was the ominous kind of quiet flapping. You wouldn't hear it until it's right upon you, and then, ah, oh, I'm dead. Uh, that's true. There's nothing scarier than hearing sudden flapping behind your right. ears. That's true. Right. That's true. Because, because at a certain point, you hope it's a bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Bachelor number one. Okay. Bachelor number one gets my two votes. 
I'm gonna go with the third one because the uh, the third one sounded a lot like a peacock. I don't know if you've ever heard a peacock actually make noise before. Scream like that, and you're still not hearing one because this is apparently a very long clip online. Apparently, whoever took this sample doesn't know how to edit. No. Oh, there you go. That's what a peacock sounds like. So who wins? What was we're, we're tied. We're all straight. We're tied. Oh no, the, the audience hasn't voted. The yeah, audience, the audience hasn't voted. Audience has I said so. So, right, uh, so let's see. Hands for uh, number one. Bachelor number one. Hands. No. Oh, nobody. Oh. Nobody likes you. Number two. Oh, the flapping gets like, so, uh, so it's uh, like six, eight. Yeah, eight. Ne- nice eight. What's the sound of one hand flapping? Mila wins. Oh, Mila oh. wins. Very close. Very close. Mila wins. Very close. You get a poker chip. Well done. Congratulations. Yay. All right. You sound like a peacock, which you thought was a compliment until I played you the sound of a peacock. Okay. And then uh, speaking of contests, we actually we, we, we have a trivia challenge. Is we that do. right? Yeah, this, this is, is going to be our Jock versus Nerd for the day. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do, uh, uh, we have a quiz for you young people. Uh-huh. You know, most, like, again, most of you weren't even eggs when Paul moved to Vegas. So right. we have a quiz for you about things happened that before you existed. And you guys have a quiz for us as out-of-touch uh, podcasters. And then Scott has uh, wild-card questions for I us. Do. Uh, theater wild-card questions. So this and is that goes to, is his questions to uh, them versus us? I think he's going to determine who answers those questions as we get to them. Is that right, Scott? Yep. All right, okay. great. And Scott's going to host for us, so this is going to be great. But so this is, uh, this, here's a little Jock versus Nerd for you. <laughs> You want to do a little Jack versus nerd action? Oh, am I? Fuck yeah. I'm on the hunt for balls. On the hunt for balls. Okay. Explosion of ballet birds. Here we go. The quiz is on. All right. So what do we want to start with? We want to start with... uh, the kids? I think let's start with the home team. Let's start with the kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So we're going we're gonna to ask the kids questions. Uh, and how do you guys want to do this? Do you guys, do you guys want to uh, kind of as one yell out an answer, or do you want to elect a representative and have the representative uh, as tribute? Yelling it out as one. I think that's, that's what it looks like. Okay, that great. sounds good. Great, great. Let them be group mind. All right, so Scott, go for it. So we're going to ask a question. This is from the old farts, yes? This is, this is a question from us to the, to the young kids. Old farts challenge. All right. Oh. Question number one to the young ones. In 1984, Ivan Reitman directed Harold Ramis and Bill Murray in Ghostbusters. You remember that? Good, good. What 1981 film had he previously directed them in? Anybody. Anybody at all? Ghostbusters 1. <laughs> we heard Ghostbusters 1. We I've heard, heard Transformers. Transformers was the guess. <laughs> They, they, they did join the army. Oh, oh we have an army guess. They saw it. Yep. Oh, we they're, need. They're describing oh, the movie. Oh, she got, they she got, got it. Bethany right. got it. Stripes. Stripes is it. In, in our defense is the old farts. The oldest among them got it right. <laughs> That's true. That's a fact, Jack. She's That's 42 true. years old. All right. That's the fact, Jack. <clears throat> All right. All right. Hit us. All right, for you uh, old farts. We know, the, uh, we know the questions to them. We, we have not seen the questions that are coming to us now. No, okay. No. All right, here we go. In the early 2000s, three brothers promised us a trip to the year 3000. 
Who are these young heartthrobs? In the year uh, 3000. Well, the only group that I know of, of the brothers would be the Jonas Brothers. Oh, you want to go with Jonas yes, Brothers? Yes, I do. All right. I was going to go Migos. <laughs> Three <laughs> Migos. I'm that is correct. The Jonas, the Brothers. Jonas Brothers. Let's see. We got, we got Nick, I think, was the front man. Yeah. Uh, is this for extra points? He wasn't. He was the diabetic. Important. Important. All right. There was uh, Jonah. Uh, no. Jonah Jonas. No. Sure. No. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Jonah Jonas. Tweet, tweet, tweet. tweet. I don't know the others. Is it, did he, Nick's is he brother okay? and is Nick's brother. Is Nick okay still? Really? Good, okay. Good, good, good. good. He I've, got married? All right. I've worked with them. I have no idea what any of their names are or what their songs well, are. Well, there you go. Yeah. Okay, there great. You go. Well, I'm pleased we got that one at least. That's at least one. Point. And by we, I'm glad that you got it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the way, I, I believe that we would have all agreed if, if we had spoken about this before that Paul is our best hope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm the one that. Uh, still a, lives like a 12-year-old? Yes. Yes, yes. yeah. I am, an, I am still a child. You are the one yeah. currently wearing a Star Wars jeans jacket? Yep. Yes. With a Transformers t-shirt. Yep. I know. I'm crossing the streams. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. It's all be so this is for Questions the for, young ones. For the young okay. kids. Yeah. So this 1989 slow motion loving soap opera featured C.J. Parker, Mitch Buchanan, Sun, Sand, and Bikinis, but also tackled many hot button issues of the day. Boom. No, no problem with Baywatch. By the way, Man. I don't remember Baywatch tackling hot button issues of the day. Who wrote oh, yeah, that question? Did. I wrote the question, and according to Wikipedia, they tackled hot button issues of the day. That's a quote from Wikipedia, so you know it's true. All right, here you go, you old farts. All right. Describe Kim Kardashian's break the internet ad. Oh, uh, uh. it was... Uh, it was her, yes, it, Jacob, make it, me proud. It was her ass sticking out. There was a champagne bottle, and the champagne was spurting out of the bottle as though it were a large phallus, and That's, it was landing on her ass. And she had a really extreme single uh, braided ponytail going on. Oh, she had, she had hair? That's a little bit extra. Yeah. You and, get a bonus uh, point for that one. And I up, had no idea she had and, hair in that picture. And up until now, I did not realize that was champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Cock and style. All right, the young ones. Bam. Nothing compares to the singer who in 1992 told us to... F- <laughs> Let oh! me finish the fucking question. Oh, this is what I was... Afraid. I, I love it. I love it. Can I, can, I, can I ask a bonus question in that one? No, yes. Let, let him finish the question before so, you... So wait, the question wait, wait, was, wait, 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 nothing compares to the Everybody singer... Hold on, everybody quiet. I have a question to tag on to Paul's question that goes to Scott's question before they say either question. All right. So nothing compares to this singer who in 1992 told us to fight the real enemy. Who is it? Sanenene. By the way, O'Connor. her name is not Saned. Her name is not Saned. That is not Saned her name O'Connor. at all. It's like Saned O'Connor. Saned. Sanenene. Yeah. All right. So what was the bonus? What's your question, Paul? Well, the, the, the beginning of the question was, was, a, was a reference to her biggest hit song. Yes. Which was? Nothing compares to you. To you. Who wrote that song? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Ooh. This is a throwback. This is not her. This not is not kind of gets your points. <laughs> who no, wrote, no. Who Considering wrote, only one of them knew who she was at all, I don't know how much this bonus question is going to fly. Yeah, yeah. Who wrote that song? Matt, do you know? Uh, ch- uh, uh, chubby Checker. No, no, no. You would, you would know this artist. 
they are no longer with us. Yeah, it's but true. You would know Prince. Them. It's Prince. Boom. It's Prince. It is Prince. 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 Yeah, that, is, that is a Prince song. He Prince did eventually. He did eventually did do his own version of that song too. Yeah. And uh, I believe uh, right before she she said "fight the real enemy," she was doing a cover of "War." Yep. What's it really stand for? Uh, it's what is it good for? Uh. <laughs> as far uh, absolutely nothing is the answer to that question, yes. right? Do I get yes. a point for that? Good yep. for yes. nothing. Yep. That's another point. point. Nice. By the way, Matt thought that you guys would get none of the, the none of the five questions that were written for you guys. You guys, I, are, you guys are three for three. In my defense, I think you guys are idiots. <laughs> Does that is continues that to think? No, I would have. I would have missed some of these questions had I not. If, yeah. if you if you had asked. I said these are these are theater kids. They do deep dives into this. They shit. know. They yeah. know. All right, here we go. Oh, like, folks! Like many people, I underestimate the youth. <laughs> Which Disney Channel series? Oh no! Centered on a psychic teen who gets sudden premonitions. Spider-Man. No, this. <laughs> no, I think, Spider-Man, I think I got answer. the answer to this one, actually. I think I know. Because Bill Cosby. Start, <laughs> they started on a different show. I'm horrified when they were right a very, now. A very young person. These people might not even remember the days when she was on the first show a long time ago. I am. T- I am it, it was it, a long time. Your terror. So it, this is uh, a, a Cosby kid stars yes. in this show. Yes. Okay. It is Raven Simone's That's So Raven. Okay. Is that Rudy? What would you have guessed, Jacob, if you had to have guessed? I already guessed Spider-Man. Spider-Man? <laughs> premonition. Uh, uh, kid gets premonition. That's a spider sense. I was like, I was like Hannah Montana, Mickey Mouse Club. I don't know. <laughs> Britney Spears. She was on Disney Channel. All right, young folks, this doll, which was designed by Hasbro to appeal to young boys, was one of the inspirations used to create Chucky, the evil doll from the movie Child's Play. He also had a kid sister. Oh, we hear a lot of Raggedy Ann, Raggedy Ann. Nope, 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 nope. that's not it. No, Mm -hmm. no Cabbage Patch Kids. All right, so this doll, which was designed by Hasbro to appeal to young boys, was one of the inspirations used to create Chucky, the evil doll for the movie Child's Play. He also had a kid sister. We got him on this one. Mm -hmm. Mm No, no, no. There have been like eight wrong answers. Can I do the... Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. Nope. My... My brother, my brother, my brother, my brother. Nope. Or my buddy. It's my buddy. My, my buddy. buddy it's my buddy. It's my buddy. Yep. My, my buddy. My yeah. buddy. Uh, you yes, think it's my now. Buddy. Wait till you see the commercial. Yeah. It's yeah. I it's can't find it. Disturbing. The doll was called My Buddy. Oh, because I typed my brother. And the song goes, My buddy, buddy, my buddy. Wherever I go, he's gonna go. go. My buddy, my buddy. I'm going to take him everywhere I go. All right, my buddy and me like to climb up a tree. My buddy and me, he's the best friend I can be. Here we go. All right, here we go. He's got, he's got you got it? Buddy. All right, here we go. That is disturbing. It's horrifying. He basically... It, yeah, that, it was directly inspired. It was directly inspired Chuck. It, it, uh, it taught you how to be a child abductor. <laughs> right. Yep. Wherever I go, I took him. Yep. And he had a, uh, and he had a, there was He's a girl's version. It was a kid's sister. My pull. He doesn't say no. <laughs> or complaining him in the trunk. 
That ad, though, got played on a constant loop. The reason we all know the song is it was played just constantly for, like, five years. Did either yep. of you own a My Buddy? No. Me neither. I've got one in my pocket. That's a child. Yeah. All right, here we go uh, for you old, uh, old farts. How many questions was that? I think we're on three and three, right? Was that, was that four? Okay. This is number four. This is number four. So the, the kids are three and one. We're three, we're, uh, three and oh right now going into four. All right. Yes. Who are three of Ariana Grande's exes? Okay. Uh, we know one. Go ahead. We Pete Davidson. I got, I got Mac Miller. Yep. Good. Pete Davidson, Mac Miller. Doot, 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 doot. Who else Alex has died recently? Is it Alex Trebek? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm Anthony asking. Bourdain. Oh, that must be it. She must have had a fling with Bourdain. Um, Migos. <laughs> All of Migos. She didn't come up. Jonah the, Jonas. Did she come? Well, oh, I, I think it might have been. Uh, one, no, it might, I think it was it one was of Duncan the. Stein. Who's the One Direction the guy? The front half of him, though. Who's the One Direction oh, guy? Oh, not Harry Styles. No, the other one. I don't one. think Harry Styles dates the. Who's the other one? Ariana Grande. Oh, we're, we're, being, we're, we're being waved down. No, it's not, it's not any of the All right. One Direction. We're guys. wrong. I can't get three. We got two thirds of a point. Can we get two thirds of a point? Two thirds of a point. Oh, no. they're like, nope. You weren't even close on my buddy. It doesn't count. That's hey, right. Ricky, you're so fine. We'll take it. No, we Ricky? don't know. What? Ricky. Who? Gervais. Ricky. Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. That's it. We got two. We Ricky got two. Alvarez. Two is as good as we're going to do. Who Ricky Alvarez. is Ricky Alvarez? No. We have. He's a dancer. Big Sean. So we have Pete Davidson, Big Sean, Ricky Alvarez, Mac Miller, Jay Brooks. Okay. Oh, I've Jay at least, Brooks. I at least know Who's who Jay Big Brooks? Sean is. I know who one of Mel Brooks. One of yeah, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. That's young Cockenstein. Ariana and Mel Brooks. <laughs> Mel Brooks is like, go after Woody Allen first, then come get me. <laughs> you're, you're too old for me. <laughs> Sadly. All right, so what is that? What is the score now? 3-3. Three, three with 3-3, three, uh, three, we're tied up. We're both 3-1. Yeah. We're both 3-1. All right, here we go. The, uh, the you final round. Or is it the final round? I don't know. We have a tiebreaker if we, okay. if we need it. There are five questions each, though. Do you really want to hurt this British singer-songwriter who brought plenty of culture to the club when he founded one of the most influential music groups of the British New Wave genre? What is it? What? Say it like you mean it. Got it. Nice. Boy George. Nice. Boy George. See, I was so nice in my question. I, I put hints within the questions for, for them to hear it and everything. That's on you, Jacob. I know. <laughs> I, I often say I'm too nice. How would they have sewn in hints for Jay Brooks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This right. babbling star used to date. <laughs> it's a babbling brook. I, I got it. Yeah, yeah. All right, here's the tough one. All right. For you old farts. Which celebrity has the most followers on Instagram? Oh, no. Who is it? I think it's... That's oh, a, just that's, in general? That's just the question. Yep. It's just an open question. Oh, open no, it's question. A, it's, a, it's... What's her name? It's Kylie. Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Kylie, Kylie Jenner? Jenner? Kylie Jenner. It's Kylie okay. Jenner. Really? Selena Gomez. Oh, Selena's got her beat? Yeah. Uh, I don't believe I guessed yet. I believe it was Selena Gomez. How could... S- that's really surprising to me. She's not even four foot tall. Uh, hey, look, I'm just reading what was given me. That's really surprising to me. I think Kylie's got her beat. There is a crowd full of people here that are trying to justify Selena Gomez right now. <laughs> I don't get it either. I'm, I, was pretty sure, uh, I was pretty sure Kylie was the winner, but I don't know. Okay, so we... Uh, 
Oh, wait, we lost. You lost? That just means we lose. We, we were three and two, they're four and one. Yes! As it should be. The youth should win. Do you want to do the tiebreaker questions anyway? Sure. sure. You want to read the tiebreakers? Yeah, go for it. Throw it in there. All right. So, um, might as well. So, I'll give you one that you gave me, which is closer to the number, and then I'll give the one that they came for you all okay. for closer to the number. Great. So, this is for you all. This closest for the to the number. Now, I'm telling you right now, Paul's going to know this exactly. Paul knows this number. How many characters? I found a thing on the internet that does not say Selena uh, Gomez. Sh- ah. What's it say? What's it say? It says Cristiano Ronaldo. No. So, we still, so we still lost. I uh, know. I went to stat- statista.com. She's about to pull out the receipts on you, son. Look out. So, wait, 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 wait. Even, even if you're... If, if you're well, you were both correct, wrong. We're still wrong. So it's a tie. I want to be a different kind of wrong. Would you stop quoting Jonah's Brothers lyrics? <laughs> I want to be the Jonah? right kind of wrong. Are Jonah, you listening, Ariana Grande? <laughs> <laughs> you get a death wish. <laughs> All right, so here we go. So this is, the, this is for you guys. How many characters, good guys and bad, were featured on the hit TV show G.I. Joe Real American Hero, which aired from 1982 to 1994? I see people Close counting on their fingers right now. I heard so right here. Oh, we have a five. We have five here. Does this mean characters who were given a name and yes. dialogue? Yes. This is or in names. the case of Name. at least one no this dialogue. This hey guys, I just want to update you on this this follower thing. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo was recently asked to submit to a, a rape kit. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's being investigated for rape overseas, which I guess lost him a few followers. Weird. Weird how that'll do that to you. Oh. And that's the thing, guys, and this is just, you know... Sorry, C-Ron. I know we're talking to a bunch of future artists of the world, and we're working artists of the world. Uh, stay away from rape. <laughs> it loses your Instagram followers. It does not, does, does not help you. Good rule of thumb. does not help you out. All right, come on, Paul. All right, yes, Paul, this is... Oh, he currently does? This is every, oh, he does this is every named character on G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, <laughs> including the one that you're referring to that did not speak. You all are saying how many young ones... We heard 20. 23. Are you talking the you got, entire run of the first show? Yes. You got to uh, hold on before you before you give it away, Paul. You got You guys got to settle on an answer. I don't know. We're dude. talking 12, 12 years. Twelve years. Good Correct. guys and twelve bad. years. The GI Joes and the Cobra. How much are you counting? How many series are you counting here? GI Joe, Real American Hero. It's the first. It's the first series. All right. So that's like a four years series. What was that? One hundred thirty is is a guess. I All right, here we hilarious. go. Three se- three seconds. There's still a guess here that says five. One thirty six. One thirty. Are we happy with one thirty six? One thirty six. They're happy 136. with one thirty six. One thirty six is what I hear. Okay, right, Paul, Paul. What do you think? Is that over or under, or is that uh, right on? That's over. I'm gonna guess it's probably closer to fifty eight. Boy, I really thought Paul would know this one. 200, well, 245. Well, you're... 245. You're counting... Okay. I, yeah. I'm not counting. I'm, tell- I'm just reading what, what the... Yeah. Well, define main character. Named character. Name. Oh, named character. Yeah, okay, yeah. then yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here you go. Everybody guys. that had an action figure, basically. This, is, this yeah. is for you, for the old guys. So, how, wait, they said 135? 135. Okay. Yeah, they win. Yeah, yeah. Nicely done. Well, so, they they're ahead... Won. Huh? They already won. Yeah, they're winning. They're double winning. No, they're off oh, by, okay. they're well, off this by is 110. 
So this is for fun. There so are 110 people. How many views does Baby by Justin Bieber have on YouTube? And I'll give this to 100,000. Great. How about that? Great. How many? How many views of Baby by Justin Bieber on YouTube? Okay, first, uh, I have a question. Yes? Who is Justin Bieber? Oh, God. <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're not going Justin Bieber. He I is joking. Justin Bieber is, yes. I've, I've done, ju- I've done I shows would, with Justin I would Bieber. say somewhere around 14 million, maybe. Oh, I'd say no, a lot higher than no, that. No, a lot yeah. higher. No, no, I, I think... Um, I'm, I'm giving you 100,000. I'm, I'm going to guess like... I'll give you a million. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing like 250, 250 million. million. Okay. I'm going higher than that. Yeah. Yes. It's been that long? Yeah, because Baby is one of the most popular YouTube clips of all time. Been up there for a while. Time. Okay. I don't know how, and my don't know kid, how old this my, all is. My sons were obsessed with oh. Uptown Funk, and Uptown Funk oh. had almost a billion. Oh, well then shit. Okay, I'm way off. So uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go I'm with... thinking back to like? when I first saw it. I'm going to go with <laughs> two billion. Two billion. Okay, let's go yeah, with two that's billion. That's great. Two, yeah. Almost two billion and uh, f- uh, 50 million. Two billion, 50 million. Two billion, 50 million. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. not pretty even close. Yeah. 2.05 That's pretty damn billion. good. Pretty close. Yep. Wow. Yep. I'm playing yeah. with the win. So we'll call it a tie. Yeah. It so was a we'll, <laughs> call it, we'll call it they won, and I, we kind of got that we literally, yeah, they are. we literally lost by one question, lost the tiebreaker, and then kind of fudged it towards their tiebreaker. So... Uh, calling a tie is one of the most generous things they've <laughs> ever done. <laughs> We've won by sliver Look, margins. They're guests. We have to let them win. No, we're in the, we we're in the south. That's not, not true. We're you in the south. Won. You gotta you gotta be nice Forget to, that. to your Forget guests. Forget that noise. You guys won. We you were, guys won. I remember like when something got over a million views on YouTube, I was like, no way. That's impossible. Billion yeah. views. And now it's things are going up to a billion yeah, views. It's crazy. Uh, I also remember the time I got hired to write a porn. <laughs> okay, Cockenstein. Uh, is this? Are we? Is this our? Is it? Thank we, you guys for those episode? questions for us. By the way, yeah, thank absolutely. you very much. Yeah. No, we just did the quiz. Got it. Yeah. Way to go, peeps! I taught you well. Um, uh. So let's see here. Let's get to know. Let's get to know. Uh, or we did. We did Q and A without. We, we can do Q and A on air. Great. Does anybody want? Anybody have an on air question for us? You have one, Peyton. You sure? A hand well, shot up and then equally as fast shot back down. A true someone someone who's truly learned the lessons of improvising over the last two days. Yeah, yeah. Her hand oh shot God. up without knowing whether she did or did not have a question. We we have a joint question. Okay. Joint, are you going to ask it one word at a time? Okay. Go ahead. Oh God. Yeah. Who is your favorite Academy nominated winner? <laughs> To be fair, those are two people that Matt Donnelly and Paul Mattingly have trained in improv for the last two days. That's and right. we're great. We're yeah. really excited to know the answer. Who's our favorite Academy Award nominated actor? Winner. 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 It doesn't have to be an actor. Academy winner. Oh, it doesn't have to be an actor? I don't know what's happening. It just what has to be a winner. A they, oh, they have to have won. We only want to talk about the winners. We only want to talk about winners. Ah, yep, they're college um, students. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Did Robert Downey Jr. win? That's the first name that came to my mind. I think he won I an think Oscar. He won one. Okay. I think he, he should have. He won one in my mind. He's cute. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he is cute. I mean, that's where we were going with it. I, I think for Iron Man, he won Best Actor, right? I do have a question. Okay, good. Great. A real question. If you hadn't decided to do improv and comedy in Vegas, what would you have done with your lives? 
Oh, wow. Uh, something productive? Nailed it! <laughs> something with regular um, paychecks? It's a tough call because uh, the, the, there's, there's, there's parts of questions to that to me. So like not Vegas. I would have just ended up going to L.A. like all of my friends did, I'm sure. And who knows what that would have ended up being like for me. Um, as I've talked about, our listeners have heard, it's just that like what I wanted to do in L.A. is like no longer even happening right now, which is like I thought being like a, in a family sitcom would have been awesome. But they don't even make those anymore, except for uh, You're So Raven. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> the very current You're So Raven. You're So Raven. What was the name of the show? That's So Raven. That's So Raven. I, w- I was going with you. So as far as I knew, that was the name of the show. I'm so old and... Um, um, so that's probably... I, I, you know, it's funny. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I actually... On my end, my father's a lawyer and then the, my, my grandparents were, were judges. And so I don't know if I would have hopped into that deal. I'm glad... I don't, I don't think... My dad didn't encourage us to. He had six children... And he's 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 none you of know, your other brothers did, did they? No, yeah. like he had six children, and none of us became lawyers. So he certainly didn't do anything to make us think it was a good idea to do that. Um, uh, I was honestly, I was bartending at a, a town bar t- uh, uh, Irish tavern that was so nice that almost everyone who worked there with me, like I was the even when I was there for eight years, I was still the new guy. It was kind of like one of those places that you can easily just work your whole life and just be a towny person, you, you know, unofficial mayor of the town. Um, <laughs> That if I did not have a yearning for show business, I don't know if I would have gotten out of that. Uh, I just enjoyed that. I enjoyed that job. Not that I think that's great. Been I just there. It's pretty great. Yeah, I just would have probably been doing something dumb like that, or and this is tourneys. or being a fireman. Tyrannies. Yeah. Yeah. Tyrannies. Tyrannies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which probably means I would have been a fireman or something like that. But that's probably not a lot. Not a lot going on there. I I didn't really have a a bunch of talent for anything else. There's there's something that I tell uh, students, which is, I mean, if you can really see yourself doing something else besides uh, show business, go ahead and do that. Uh, and I mean, like, if you if you like picture yourself doing it at all, go ahead and do that instead of show business. Because show business is tough. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to make a living doing show business. It's a great hobby. It's, it's a really tough business. Yeah, I found improv at seventeen at a nerd camp over a summer, and I was like, oh well, that's what I want to do. But I didn't know what I wanted, what it was exactly. And the guy who was instructing me at the time was like, what do you want to do as a performer? I was like, well, I, you know, I love voice work. I think that's a fascinating thing. I like to sing. I like to perform. I like doing comedy. And he's like, so you got a whole lot of stuff you want to do. You need to focus. And I was like, oh, gross. That sounds terrible. So I think that, that's kind of what improv lets you so do So I focus my fist into his face. Well, improv lets you do everything. Improv lets you do everything. But also, like, I think that's the thing. Is like, you, uh, there was nothing else that I really liked. Nothing else. Nothing else was as easy for me either. I found that I, I excelled at it right at, right from the jump, and I was like, okay. Because so, I think Matt will agree, most improvisers are pretty lazy by nature. That's kind of our, our, our go-to thing. Like, I was going to get around to agreeing with you, but I was too lazy. I get it. It's all good. But that was, that was it, and I, I didn't find it again until like two years later at college, and then I only found improv again because I saw some college dropouts hanging out in the uh, common area doing what I recognized as improv games, went over, started hanging out with them. I was dropping out a year or like six months later to go to go do improv in the same town where I had been attending college. And so, I mean, yeah, I, I, this is all I ever wanted to do. I definitely loved comedy. I didn't know what improv was until I was 15, but I loved comedy. I think I loved stand-up. I probably, yeah, I probably still would have 
maybe done stand up. Mm. But that's about that's about Something it. Like Would you've got what about comic books and stuff like that? Did were you attracted to that at all? Yeah, I drew comics. I drew as a kid and yeah. in, in in college and, and 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 in high school I drew a lot, but it's just one more way to get people laughing and it's not as easy as improv. And pimping, you were good at pimping, right? Well, for, yeah. But most all the good corners are taken again. It's, you just don't, <laughs> and that just ain't easy. That. It's, no, not, so, it's not so. So I have a question for you. So in theater, we talk about, particularly in acting, we talk about the super objective, the thing that drives you throughout. You know that thing that you know to live happily ever after. Mm -hmm. So so. What is your super objective? What is the thing that you're like going for, which you, hopefully you'll reach? You I'll, may not, but I'll what's the you, thing that drives you? Honestly, it's not a joke answer, and this is from back in the day. Things have gotten more dire now, but even in college, I was like, I'd like to get to a level of fame where I don't have to worry about health care. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, I was like, that's what, that's what I, my big thing was like, the level of security that a certain amount of fame can bring you to like, if I even got way down on my luck, showed up at a hospital and a doctor was like, you're that guy from TV. You're not getting charged a dime. Here's a bandage. Here's you know your I mean? diaper. Right. Here's your like, like honestly, that's kind of what like, like the, the, the ease, you be famous the, ease you get a healthcare comp. the ease, say not just, not just health. Yo, but that's a big one. I'm making that free diaper money. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> But really, that was my my dream. Was like, what I got can me I an do? ibuprofen eight hundred bitches. <laughs> I got this boil lanced, yeah. <laughs> this boil didn't lance itself. You guys hear stories about you know like Bill Murray going around and just being treated like a god among men just for no good reason. In of course, hospitals. he doesn't need the money, but I'm sure he's thrown free food and all kinds of things like that. I just think it'd be fascinating to get to that level of beloved character that you could just walk about the earth and not fear for anything. I want to live a consequence-free life. Not, not at the expense of others, just knowing that I can safely, you know, disasters won't destroy me. Right. I don't know. That's it. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I, um, you know, I just started, I'm, in the, I'm at the very early stages of writing a new show with a new magic show. And what I liked about getting into magic was that it turned my trajectory away from Los Angeles and back and let me into staying in Las Vegas where I'm really enjoying raising my family. And, and what Paul and I have talked about, like we've talked about famous enough or whatever, it's like we loved improv. So we actually pursued acting and trying to do more legit stuff as an excuse to be, get to a place where we could just then do improv as much as we could, mm -hmm. you know? And we both had the opportunity in Vegas at one point to do Vegas, I mean, to do improv nightly mm -hmm. as a living. And that was like a, a really cool time uh, for us separately. You know, we hope to do that again together. Um, and then the magic thing also puts me back in that live element. The magic, you know, oh, touring the country last year, opening for Piff the Magic Dragon was at comedy clubs. And so all of a sudden I wasn't going to do... What I, what I imagined as a kid, which is like I'm up there holding a microphone in front of a comedy club, like just messing with people mm -hmm. there. And it was like, it was a fun, like magic was not my dream ever, but everything that I'm doing with magic has brought me back to what I've always wanted to be doing, uh, which is just being in a really cool, fun, intimate theater environment. And our super objective, like, you know, we, we always remind ourselves all the time with this podcast, like comedy is a service. Our podcast is a service. You know, it's not about putting yourself up on a pedestal. As you can see, like we see the, you know, the pedestal element we've always seen as something to just get us something cooler. 
but like at the, in terms of like the what drives us is that like we want um, people's lives to suck a little less for the few moments they share with us. Wait, wait, can we can we get honorary doctorates? Honor- yes. Yes. We want to be honorary sure. doctors. You're a doctor. You're a sir. You're a doctor. I love it. We're doctors. <laughs> I'm a knight. knight. We're knights. We're knights and doctors. In Louisiana, I'm a knight. <laughs> Bitches. What? The Juilliard of Central Louisiana. That's Northwestern right. State University. Man, my uh, my fucking old college, Montclair State, gave Kevin Smith an honorary doctorate just to like what? speak at the school, and he donates some money or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck that Good guy." Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, disagree. <laughs> <laughs> disagree. Uh, so I was like, "Well, fuck it. If he can get one, I'm gonna try to get one. I'm gonna go to college. I'm gonna fuck some dude." That's not a that's not a compliment to either of us, Paul. Paul, <laughs> Paul Paul's not like exactly. And I basically like, well, if an honorary doctor is a piece of shit, give me one. And Paul's like, right on, fight the power. <laughs> so there. All right. So uh, uh, thank you guys uh, so much for, for, for being a part of our episode yeah, today. Thank you guys yeah, so thank much. Thank you guys for coming out. Uh, we love being here in Louisiana. Thank you, Pendulette, for creating this podcast. Uh, thank you, Pen, for so many things. Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, and uh, thank you, uh, Nakovich and uh, Northwestern State, for having us out here. Thank Always. you, Scott. Uh, this is awesome. Our second time here. We love it here. And uh, we will see you soon. We'll see you soon. Take us, Matt. Anybody listening who wants to see Cockenstein the musical, please go to preachingfun.com. Cockenstein! It went from mysterious to like kind of touching music. Well, there's some touching. Bye! Yeah, we just heard a. Heard a lot of stuff from the kids. But what we haven't heard from is the true star of this trip. It's true. Paul? You've heard nothing from me yet. Now, (laughs) get ready. Here comes me. With more on me, here's me. Here's me. Okay, (laughs) me. Thanks, me. (laughs) So, Question for me. I want to know me. (laughs) What makes me tick? funny you ask me when i really think about it yeah i'm thinking like really it's just toys that's it (laughs) day in day out toys (laughs) can i buy some toys do i have enough money for some toys do i have some cool toys i'm looking forward to that's about it yeah me yeah all right me say me you heard any good jokes lately Matter of fact, I heard this great one. Great joke. But it's extremely visual. So I'm not going to say that one. But I will say another joke that I heard from the chef of the Judge Porter Bed and Breakfast. 
Oh yeah, that's a good joke. Say me. Yeah. How do you count cows? You mean like cows? Yes, you know. Moo moo in the field, milk milk, lemonade. <laughs> Wait, uh, are they peeing on each other's tits? Now, way to spoil the joke, Matt. <laughs> well, I guess it wasn't that good of a joke anyway. Let's go back to... <laughs> you can say the joke. All right. How do you count cows? How? You go out there and you see how many times they've pissed on each other's tits. <laughs> I love that joke. It gets better with age, just like piss on a cow's tits. <laughs> Piss on a cow's tits. Two Boop bits. <laughs> I feel like I was utterly irresponsible in telling that joke. And when I get home, my wife's going to say, you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, Paul. Oh, buddy. You're going to have to find some way to appease her. I like how you put effort to, to mic your coughing on that one. You, I you tried to get my mic as close Kept to my it mouth. nice and close. I want you guys to hear every dying breath. <laughs> I'm not long for this world, guys. It's been a good run. You know what? No, you know, here's how, here's how you count cows. You wait until late at night. <laughs> flip a few of them. See if there's any piss left on them titties. I can't help it. Paul brings up the lung butter in me. Quit, quit talking not word. into a microphone over there. It's another lung butter is code for cow tit piss. SJ is here, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. She is. I, I was thought, trying to just laugh. I was going to introduce her after your interview with yourself and you're telling a joke. And we just weren't going to get to it. So I had it doesn't to, I had matter. To, I had to bring her in early. It doesn't matter. Ugh. <laughs> uh. You two are both cough and laughing. Paul, how do you use a calculator? <laughs> do tell. <laughs> you use a calculator by going out, seeing which cows are sleeping, <laughs> and pissing on their tits. <laughs> First, you find a cow, and you smell them titties. <laughs> and you go like, oh, man, that's oh, a pee titty. Smells like pee. <laughs> that's a pee cow titty. You go like, oh, one. And you hit plus one on the calculator. Exactly. <laughs> You know, if you uh, if you type six eight three nine seven seven one five five on your calculator, uh-huh. you turn it upside down, it reads cow tit piss, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just math. Yep. <laughs> well, that's the only math I understand. That's just math. I mean, it says it in cursive, but it says it. <laughs> For the calculus nerds. It's calcif. Calcif. So originally this plan was supposed to be all, all couples out here for the old, because we're staying yeah, at the we Judge Porter bed and breakfast. And the last time we came out here, we were like, what are we doing not bringing our wives to the shishi wife hole? <laughs> <laughs> this is the wife hole. <laughs> it's it's the, so pretty. See? This yeah. is, and we're like, uh, yeah, what? We're, we're all like thudding around on this 400-year-old furniture. Right. Old, old, like, old oh, floors, this doesn't, everything this doesn't support an ass like mine. This wasn't built for... Six foot two, three hundred pound man. Nope, yep. <laughs> not much was. Because <laughs> most people were always killed and eaten. <laughs> SJ, what was your first opinion? What your first impression? Not opinion. No one. What was your that. first opinion in your... life? <laughs> I like Legos. 
I was like, I like cats. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was my first opinion. And that opinion stands. It's on the record still. <laughs> I knew me then. I know me now. Mm-hmm. I like cats. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Great question, Paul. Next question. What was your one second opinion? Cats are just okay now. Oh. Can I get a, can I get a second opinion? <laughs> so now you've gone. It's all about the wieners now. <laughs> From pussy to wiener. <laughs> I know like where I stand. That happens to a lot of girls out of college, though, right? <laughs> I, I, was, I was all about the wiener way before college. <laughs> no, but isn't there usually a, a pussy to wiener transition period through the college years? I just like that SJ's adding to her sound, tra- her, <laughs> yeah, her sound yeah. clip bank like amazingly right now. <laughs> no. It's true. We did, we did just mine some oh, gold. No. We just mined some gold. Oh, no. <laughs> and once in a while, I've had a couple people who they go on Twitter and they're like, what episode does SJ say the uh the choke the, it back the a little? Choke it back a little oh. thing. And I was like, who's asking? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to retweet this one. I'm trying to teach Paul how to drink whiskey. I don't, I don't want this one going up the flagpole. Lord help us. <laughs> so you're back. You're back here for the first time since you I'm graduated. Back in Natchitoches. No, not that since the first time, but just been a really long time close, for sure. Though. Yeah. Um, I drove up. So I Jacob lied and told me we were staying at the Hampton Inn. <laughs> <laughs> and you were psyched because you're like, cookies. <laughs> you always have hot cookies in the well, lobby. I thought, Is that true? No, I was jealous, I was jealous make, because I knew y'all that's, stayed that's here before. That's lie that I get out there. <laughs> that's Matt's famous cookie lie. <laughs> the truth is Hampton is owned by a diabetic and he hates talking about cookies. So I really stick it to him by promising warm <laughs> cookies every time I get any kind of piece of media. I guess I've never been to a Hampton Inn. Yeah, it was got cookies. I was jealous because they always put people up in the bed, nice bed and breakfast uh, when they bring them out. And I was like, I really, I've never stayed in one here in Natchitoches. And they're like known for their amazing bed and breakfast here. So true. I was super jealous. You can't swing a cat and, I've and been, not hit a bed and breakfast in this town. Oh, that's yeah. true. You can't cuss a cat and not hit one. But I'm all about the wieners now anyway. So <laughs> That's what my grandma used to say. You can't cuss a cat. Can't cuss a cat. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Because they're always underfoot. She would always say, you can't cuss a cat in this kitchen. It's so small. Oh. Because there, it means there's not room for a cat to even be underfoot. Yeah, So exactly. in this situation, Listen, my, it doesn't apply. My Yankee ears <laughs> have just heard nothing but gibberish from all of you for the last two minutes. You can't cuss a cat. Because they're always underfoot explained nothing to me. <laughs> what? What does that mean? What do you mean? They're gonna around your ankles, making you trip. Yeah, you know, cats shit. are always like oh, okay. around your legs. What do you think a, a, th- a cat being underfoot means? Uh, <laughs> they like missing a paw. No, oh, he's down. He's down a leg, <laughs> down a leg, and underfoot. He's underfoot. <laughs> he's underfooted. <laughs> he's three footed. Yeah, you step on them, they're like rare and okay. Rare and what? And then you got to cuss them because they were. Well, you don't have any animals in your house that you accidentally step on in the kitchen. No, just my children, and they. Then you know. Yeah, if they curse, I. If they curse, I step on them again, so they know not to. <laughs> I'll teach them. So you can't cuss a kid, but you can't step on them. No. There you go. No. Uh, so I pull up. Guess who's, Guess what's happening when I pull up? I j- pull in. Jacob's like, "Hey, we're staying here now." He just gives me the address. Doesn't say where. And so I'm like, "What's happening?" Okay. I was actually going to be okay with the Hampton Inn because we have some pretty special memories at the Hampton Inn, but. Go on. They. We, I Talk come in. Warm cookies. Guess who's <laughs> warm Jacob's cookies. Jacob's face just lit up with a, just a love that beamed from his chest. <laughs> I'm just drinking. 
It's a sweet town. Cookies tonight. This this guy's sitting on the front porch in a rocking chair, waiting for me. New white duvets on every bed. They weren't white before. They weren't white before. Gross. Gross. Coated in semen. That much for a duvet? That's a lot. Can you turn on the black light tonight? Yeah. Black See light tonight. <laughs> you know, I toured the country for Hampton Hotels. I went. To, that's why I know <clears> so much about Hampton. Head. Oh yeah, I was a bedhead, so I know a lot about Hampton Hotels. And that was that was the big thing. They they replaced their 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 ugly black light top mm-hmm. cover. Is it they true pure that white President duvet, Alexander Hampton founded the Hampton Hotels? Yes, except he was never president. <laughs> he was only treasury. <laughs> no, no, Alexander Hampton. That's that musical, right? Yeah. Alexander Hampton. And I just, I also, yes. I did the bit with you. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. I actually gave historical I really facts don't about know. <laughs> I gave historical facts about Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton would, did not get to presidency? No. Because he shot Aaron Burr. Wait, you didn't know that Hamilton wasn't president? <laughs> sure, I did. Also, he didn't shoot Aaron Burr. Oh, it's the other way around. <laughs> yes. yes. I need to see that musical. <laughs> you need to read a book. <laughs> get out of yeah, here. Or learn history. <laughs> oh, gross. You guys keep. Throwing these terrible ideas. You, you know what? You keep your knowledge underfoot, Paul. No, you, not enough knowledge underfoot to curse. You can't, can't <laughs> cuss a Hamilton. Can't, can't curse a history book underfoot in a kitchen. Nope. Right, guys? That's right. That's what my granny used to say. Thank you, Commonwealth of Kentucky. Oh, I miss Grandma. So, uh, so you, you taught today. You taught the kids how to dance uh, for Vegas. You taught them Vegas dancing. Yeah. You did a Vegas dance workshop. I did. I did a Vegas dance workshop for the students of Northwestern. It was pretty fun. Is this your first time teaching at the college? Yeah. It was I actually it was pretty I was a little nervous, but it was also like, you know, it's pretty exciting. It was like a, like an honor to be asked to teach. I left because you, know? you brought like if you're gonna teach a Vegas dance course, you would bring the dance shoes that SJ brought in to teach. Oh yes. That I was like, Oh, you don't have like just your regular like scuffed up little character shoes that you use to teach. Oh, they're you. my new my new puppies that I'm just breaking in. These things have like wattage. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. There's a shiny. There's some glitz. There's some blinged out shoes that you yeah. brought in. The rest of the town got a little dimmer when those shoes came out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got these great ballroom shoes that are just studded top to bottom. And you wouldn't want to step on a cat in these shoes, Paul. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, keep them the cat will foot. cuss me if I step on it. Oh, fucking in cat shoes. up. Yeah, um, no, they're pretty. And all the girls were like, where did you get those? There you go. And that's all yep. women want to hear from other women. <laughs> true. It's true. Where'd you get those shoes? I like your shoes. What are those? One of the women was uh, was upset before uh, SJ even started the workshop because SJ was standing outside said, I haven't eaten lunch yet, so I've got to eat something real quick. So she got a Snickers and a Dr. Pepper out of the vending machine. And one of the women was like, uh, please don't instruct the children on nutrition while you're here. Whoa. One of, one of the professors. Really? Yep. It was like a half joke. Yeah. It was about a half joke and half serious. Well, that's, the that's, other half was just seething jealousy. Yeah. Oh, she said that too. Yeah. The other. It's not. It's not She's like, you know, children. it's just mean that you're eating that in front of like these dancers right now. And she went like, out to her car and she. Hate, I said, I haven't eaten today. What do you want? Yeah. She hate ate donuts. Yeah. <laughs> she went no. in the car and just angrily shoved donuts. SJ in had done a show all night. Do a Monster Jam. Yeah, I had Monster Jammed all weekend, which is the other reason I didn't want to stay in the Hampton Inn, by the way, is I'm hoteled out. So I was, oh, yes. I'm like oh, really sure. actually happy Just to be in a house. did a weekend house. of truck show hosting, mm-hmm. then jumped on a plane 
and got there and like, you know what? I'm going to have a candy bar. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, this does this does go to show the uh, the amount of bits that I do in my life because uh, I had, I knew I had told SJ that we were staying in the Hampton Inn while she was here, and I knew she was pissed about that because right. I knew that she knew that we had stayed at the, the nice bed and breakfast before. I also thought that I had let her off the hook. I thought that I had you told her. that you didn't tell her that we were staying in the bed and breakfast. Exactly. I, I believed that I had said, like, oh, yeah, we're staying at the, we're, we're, no, we're staying at the bed and breakfast. So nope. should I not? Follow the treasure map you handed me earlier today. Is there not treasure where I don't even know what you're talking about? So you should probably follow it. <sighs> did you did you scribble on there? I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. <laughs> yes. Okay, you're safe then. Okay. Good. Does it smell like cow piss? It does. Oh, I, then that's a treasure map. Is it <laughs> yeah. signed John Hancock and somewhere under there Alexander Hamilton in? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. There it is. Yep. Cow no, Milton. It, it's still not there. Aww, Alexander Cow Milton. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Alexander <Prince>. Campbelltoe. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> My name is Alexander Campbelltoe. People know me everywhere I go. <laughs> because all of the letters I can stow right inside the slit of my camel toe. <laughs> this is how I carry parcels, don't you see? I slot them right inside this bulge on me. Easily, I can fit two or three letters I that I famous. stack so specially. I like this musical. Except I think it should be called Alexander <laughs> Moose Knuckle because he still has his bits about him. Oh, that was that's his communist counterpart. <laughs> Alexander Moose Knuckle. Alexander Moose Knuckle from Russia have big pussy-looking bulging pants. Mm. Alexander Moose Knuckle, not as good at rhyming. No, no, he is. That's the whole thing. He's really jealous of, of how well Alexander Campbelltoe can rhyme. Moose Knuckle is just sloppy with it. Yeah, this yeah. is being tagged on to they the put a couple pieces of paper right? yes. in my which pussy means that hole. any students that uh, were on the la- on this episode that may be curious about us, yeah, uh, they're listening. Wait, this is the one with that one. Yes, I'm and we, sorry. And we everybody. took out a lot of their questions because we thought our listeners wouldn't enjoy. We it. took out some of the questions. Yeah, yeah. So sorry about that. Yeah. So well, now and we've well, we took out questions that our listeners have have heard us talk about before. Yeah. Right. And uh, we took out some questions that we just answered honestly and and earnestly to no uh, to college students. And it was like, you know, advice type stuff to, to advice college to students. Individual student. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Just wanted to make sure we got that in there. Yeah. And that it's too late in the episode to have uh, a name for an episode because Alexander Camelton. <laughs> <laughs> slash slash Moose Knuckle. It's is about, about as good as it gets from yeah. an episode title perspective. <laughs> but it's really late in the episode to have it's an true. episode title. It's true. I guess we could put this on the beginning. We can put this before the opening music. Oh, no, but all the kids are going to be like, what that. are they talking about? Yeah. This, is, this is the cold open. I think it's fine. I think I think we'll just we'll just this this will I think I think we'll just call it Alexander Campbelltoe. Fine. Good night, everybody. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week. I, it's I been a you. long weekend. It's yeah. I'll tell you what. I love traveling with you guys so much, though, because I laugh so much when we do these trips. I forget. That. It's just, oh, I just as a, as laugh. A, it's like so good for my soul. I was listening to an interview of, uh, with Adam McKay, directed Vice. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he talked about how like he like he just loves doing bits. And that when Will Ferrell first came around, he wasn't from Chicago. So he literally like lingered around 
and all the Chicago people that were on the SNL cast. Oh, right. Because it was like, he basically was like, I want to do bits. Like, I want to do bits. And then, like, he, even as a director, like, he waited. He said he, he was fine with, you know, when he did the big short, he was fine with Brad Pitt. He was mm-hmm. fine with all these people. He just wasn't, uh, Christian Bale was the only one he found, like, intimidating as an actor that he hadn't worked huh. with. And uh, he said he finally had enough nerve to, to do a bit with Christian Bale in the big short. He said so that when he came around to Vice. Oh, right. That they were just doing a ton of bits all the time. It, it turned out Christian Bale just loved doing bits. Oh, great. And, uh, That's good to hear. And that he would, but he wouldn't break character. Just as an actor, you get the makeup on and stuff. So he would still he would do bits in Dick Cheney's voice. Oh, Jesus. That's amazing. And I That's was like, amazing. That's awesome. And... Um, <laughs> Like, it is true. Like, I used to hate an improv where people would, like, police bits or be like, oh, you guys are just doing bits or whatever. And I'd be like, yes, we all learn how to improvise and we're not going on stage constantly. So when we get together with other funny people, one of the best things to do right. is to fuck around. Well, and it's my favorite thing in the world and I will not be policed. Yes. When we're, <laughs> when we're, it's why I do this. When we're of college age and yeah. you're bitten hard, it can very quickly become a dick measuring contest. Right. Um, which I was out. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, but y- if you're doing bits because you love being ridiculous, right. and you're saying horrible, dumb shit just for just to get that next laugh yes. and to keep it going as long as you can. Right. Yeah. There's the thing is, we go on these vacations, not vacations, we go on these trips and uh, we're, we're, we do bits. <laughs> it's like, this was not a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> constantly worrying about my reputation because you two were talking. It's <laughs> not a vacation. No, I, I, got, I got not a moment's peace. <laughs> I, have, I have a bed full of night sweats over you guys teaching at my alma mater. Oh, you, you just feel my sponge of a bed right now. It's horrible. OSJ's going to be upset tonight. She's going to splash into it. Yeah, uh, Jacob has to literally drain the swamp before you guys t- tuck in. Tonight. That's right. For the record, our bed is about six feet off the bed. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's the crazy I, oh, thing. Oh, you have to leap into the bed. There's like I, a like a stool. I don't want to. I don't want to exaggerate, but I went to go to sleep last night and I got a nosebleed immediately <laughs> from just being <laughs> way up high. I don't know why the beds are so high. Paul fasted by another car. They're beautiful. <laughs> the just loud and weird. It is fun to Paul like launch onto the bed. Paul just turned the car out the window. <laughs> it it is. is loud and weird. But yeah, uh, the beds are crazy high. Yeah, like I have a high bed at home, but nothing like this. How These have stairs on them. My bed at home. This is, a, this is, is another so bit. We're becoming a bed measuring contest right now. <laughs> Last time I came home early, yeah. I caught my bed hanging out with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> That's how high. That's how high my bed is. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like a not high bed. It's pretty high. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you oh, some, my, I'm gonna get you some bed, bed stairs. So uh, I came home the other night and my bed didn't want me to go to bed because it needed to explain to me Bob Marley lyrics and how significant <laughs> they were. <laughs> That's how high my bed is. That's a pretty high bed. That's my bed is so high, high. It explained to me the other night how libertarianism could work as a, as a legitimate government. <laughs> my bed is so high. I came home and had eaten a whole Entenmann's crumb cake with a one spoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just my, right, right out of the box. My bed is so high. It is filled with nachos and licorice. <laughs> Nachos and licorice, the original name for Matt Mattingly. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not just. Oh my gosh. What was the other one? There was another original name tonight. Edibles and, and Edibles liquor. Edibles and liquor. Edibles and liquor. <laughs> Edibles and liquor. <laughs> oh, we've gone through some good names. Burn through. Oh, we had a very fun. I got to write these down for uh, band names. We had a oh, very yeah. fun show tonight. 
Yes. Yes. The and show uh, was so good. It was so nice to be able to perform with the kids, and they just brought their A game too. And yep, it was good fun. Yeah, Matt the kids Donnelly were talented. performed. Matt Donnelly Mindoodler had a, had a good show tonight. I thought the tricks went over well. Paul Mattingly Psychic Chicken showed up. Yeah, he did. I thought the Psychic Chicken bit worked well. I, I yep. love doing that. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a part where uh, Matt Donnelly uh, Mind Noodler uh, opens a shirt, and there was a look of pure horror <laughs> on the face of at least one of the college women. Yeah. So that's where I go with the tape. Yeah, yeah. Then I peel the tape off my chest. That's the way I hand it to the most disgusted person in the room. Oh, she was clubs. beyond upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, just when you started unbuttoning, your, and like before the first button was undone. Yeah. Just the like blood drain and horror on her face yeah. was spectacular. Here's what I liked about working with the kids at the college. Endurance. There, well, there was certainly that air of we are in a more politically correct monitored uh you know yes you mm-hmm. know you know what i mean like there's that there is that the discourse certainly is more observed yeah and 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 you know more scrutinized there is a political correctness there is a political certainly. correctness however at least with these kids who were in it to win it for the improv, they were able to approach it with a sensibility of, yeah, we know what we're, what these are the times. Yeah. But also, they pushed the envelope still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes went over the line, and everybody knew when the line was crossed, why it was crossed, and that it was for the benefit of humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crossed for comedy. They gave they, each other the benefit of intention. Exact intention. Exactly. That's exactly it. And yeah. so, and so, I am not at all worried about these screaming memes. Comedy's dead. Nothing's funny anymore. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. You can't say anything. Oh, I never funny. care about them. Right. Because it's every every generation it happens. Oh, I can't right. say anything funny anymore. Well, no, you can't say the really horrible thing you used to be able to say. And I also think it's a factor. <laughs> One or two of them. And I think it's That's a factor it. of even when comedians talk about forming colleges and you can't anymore because they're too sensitive, it's also uh, a little bit about them getting old. That, well, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Because, like, watching the kids push the envelopes amongst themselves, mm-hmm. they're cool. But, like, right. when you have someone older coming up, if we were to come in and start doing that. Right. They would be like, "Whoa, you're not one of us, you right? Know, like, you're not part of our exactly youth, it. our generation." Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. and we all were like that to people. Who yeah, were, hearing Bill Maher complain about uh, performing on college campuses yeah. rings a little hollow. Yeah, you shouldn't be performing on college campuses, Bill Maher. Right? He you're you're in your sixties. Yeah, he shouldn't yeah. be performing. He's good. He's done. <laughs> you have a show on HBO. Just yeah, like keep doing politically you? incorrect or, or not you uh, real time. You say it's a show. <laughs> it's a show. He gets, he gets paid for it. Yeah. He has writers. Yeah, it's it's a show. It's interesting to me. To, one of the things I learned today, like talking to the kids, and like kind of in self reflection later. And I keep mm-hmm. saying kids, but you know they're s- students, and they were all they're so adults. talented. Young adults of the world. Uh huh. Yeah. They could be any of them. Could be your children. Wait, like is is one of them your children? She doesn't know. Yes. <laughs> Just tell us. <laughs> Just plopped out. You have a you have a child. She uh, thought it was a poop. Thanks for that. She thought it was a poop. <laughs> Out of her front? What? 
Have you, haven't you seen that you know show? You... I, I didn't know I was pregnant. Yes. yes. But they don't think they had a poop. By the way, I think <laughs> we know the plot of the finale episode. It's that girl <laughs> in the vegetative state. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. That's like the worst thing ever. Hey, that story yeah, gets worse horror. and worse with every Oh, twist. every new and bit the, that comes out with it is just horrific. Like we talked about that a couple episodes back and we're joking around because you have to make light of those kinds of things or you'll lose your goddamn mind oh, about yeah. this planet. That's but true. But it is horrific. Well, we said when we were when we were joking about Absolutely. it. I mean, it's, it's horrible. It's a nightmare. I mean, it, like a monster is involved there. Yeah. And we think yeah. we know who it is. The guy who retired with the crazy eyes hugging the badge tree. Oh, hugging the badge tree. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's obsessed with this photo of this retired doctor. <laughs> it's got a knot in the tree that looks like a vagina. And it's, 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 it's the, right doctor, head. the doctor has got two fingers really close to the badge <laughs> hole in the of picture. The tree. Like he can't even not he can't even be trusted around a tree knot. Tree badge hole, tree badge hole. Doctor sitting by the tree badge hole. If you go back in a couple months and that tree's also pregnant, then we know. <laughs> then we know. <laughs> tree's got some saplings. We know. But uh, sticky, <laughs> sticky saplings. Oh my god! But I was just reminded, like talking to them, like they were asking questions and they were asking yeah. really great questions, and it it just reminded me, like kind of like reflecting later, like I don't even like think about that. You know what I do is like weird or strange. You know, like I it's my job. Performing's my job. It's what I do. That's I also never, the only people that were around. Yeah, and it's also I guess who was around. I forget like how breathing lucky, dirt and how lucky a go kart around is your, is your job. Yes, yeah. breathing dirt right. and almost dying. No, <laughs> you're absolutely right. But you know, you just forget. Like you're like, oh yeah, and I'm like telling them, I was like, no, I I had like one weird random job that wasn't performing, and it was when I was in college trying mm-hmm. to work at Blockbuster. And I won't we go into that. We drove past that old Blockbuster the other day, and I pointed it's out a pawn like, oh, shop. That's, that's no. a Blockbuster. Yeah, I worked there for two the months. Movies. I couldn't handle it with my school schedule, so I yep. quit. And that's the <laughs> only job I ever had. Still has twelve copies of Titanic. Yep. Oh, There's great. one here too in the house. When SJ got that gig <laughs> on VHS, when SJ got the job at Blockbuster, that was a good time. I bought that because all of a sudden we had the we had the unlimited Blockbuster unlimited rentals. rentals. Oh, we watched yeah. a lot oh, of movies. Great. Every night was a Blockbuster yep. night. Oh wow, what a difference! Blockbuster, blockbuster video. video. Oh, it was so pervasive. We loved it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We're lucky. We get to do a lot of cool gigs. Also, Even another thing about the whole breaks in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the ride those waves. I'm riding these waves, baby. You're still working in showbiz. Something else is coming. Um, yeah, that's showbiz. That's entertainment. That pushing it to its thinnest. No, no. By, by the pen, <laughs> by the pen and teller definition of like they, we don't want day right. jobs. And that's and that's. I'm going to work in entertainment no matter what. Right. That's that what they decided my, they that were is my ethos behind it. That's you're working. My, in, that's you, my you're entertaining people. I'm entertaining people. Yep. I'm working in a field that I can do well at and enjoy for the most part. And I'm not doing a Joe job. Exactly. And it has its benefits and I'm able to get loose and still do this kind of thing. So, yeah. And you're able to do it so much better than other people are. And that was one of the things I like just, I don't know, just like realizing I was like, not everybody does this. Like, it's crazy when you actually like think about it. And right. I forget. Right. And what's great about you talking to the the kids again, like they push the envelope. They they know they yes, it's a more PC time, but they seem to still want to push the envelope because that's what comedians want to yep. do. Uh, their all their questions were super accurate. 
Yes. Oh yeah. None of their questions were like, "Whoa, you're you're a dummy." <laughs> you're right. Like you're so young and dumb, and you don't realize how the world works. No, they were intelligent yeah. questions. They have absolutely a totally they know what's firm up. understanding of like the closest how crazy to a is, to a wide-eyed question that I got was last night, and, and somebody asked me if it was true that technicians got paid more than performers. The, no, I thought the weird question you got was, "What is a clown?" I thought you got that <laughs> question. And you <laughs> like, said, "You're looking at him, kid." I said, "Before we move on, Jake." Uh, Jacob, what is a clown? It is a car. A clown, a clown is a car. What is a clown? <laughs> what is a clown? What is that daffy, laffy schmutz? Oh, my God. The chandelier is a scrunchie. Clown. I noticed that. Oh, no, not the chandelier. So all the lights here have a uh, like a scrunchy-looking like material. scrunchy material that you put in your hair to make a scrunchy ponytail? Yeah. They've covered the pole that or chain that holds the fans and chandeliers in these rooms, and they've covered them with like scrunchy material. It looks it, like a scrunchy. Yeah, I think scrunchy. it's there to blend into the ceiling. Or keep dust from getting on the chain, but it's just getting on the no, scrunchy. No, I don't think so. so. Oh, I guess that is covering chain. Fine. Chain or pole. Whatever it is. Because people used to not look, like to look at the. Ch- I don't know. If someone knows, please let us know because I don't Why get it. Sure it's, it's one of those things. It's like, oh, it's remotely phallic. I've definitely what? seen it done in like lots of houses. <laughs> what? Cover up that phallic. <laughs> oh, my God. Who but that? you think that's. You Why think is that chandelier hanging from a uh, ceiling dick? You have a naked chain out there <laughs> in, the, in the foyer? A Do you think that's just chain. chandelier pants? <laughs> is what that I what you think, think that is? A that's chandelier pants. down chandelier pants. Chandelier I condom? Bear chandelier chain. I just start crossing myself and praying my rosary. Aw. Yeah, it does need pants. I know can't have the auxiliary ladies our... meeting in here. It's a leg warmer, guys, because <laughs> it's scrunched. Pass out. One of, our, one of our listeners is clearly an expert on uh, interior decor for old-style Louisiana French colonies. we need colonial. to put a picture <laughs> up of this? We have to be able to figure this out. Houses from to, the 1800s. We need to, we need to, you need to tweet two pictures from today today's episode okay the picture of the ceiling yes and the one with the doctor with the vag hole in the tree <laughs> <laughs> that's out there on scoop group oh okay it's you already can find out. that picture tweet oh, okay. it oh and a pair of my shoes <laughs> yeah oh yeah we need to get a picture of, of sj's shoes this is kind of but a production th- meeting do you have a picture right. of your shoes no you have to take one they're that new how many what why what sj is really hesitating on this i i don't think mattingly have pictures of my shoes on my phone. I don't think That's you so understand weird. how many I shoes know, right? SJ has. Yeah, why awesome would I take shoes. pictures of my shoes? These are my awesome purple shoes. SJ doesn't have that much memory on her phone to take pictures of I all don't, her shoes. I don't. I can't. I couldn't even take a video of the dance I taught I have today. So many fucking <laughs> pictures on my phone. It's ridiculous. And they did so good. And I was like, dang. I want to take are we doing another dick measuring contest? No, my phone's maxed. Guys, you <laughs> believe? You believe how many pictures? But I bought the most maximum space phone because uh-huh. I, I have a thousand videos. Yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah, I guess the other thing I was going to say about like working, though, is I think um, I guess we're all I think we're all in that same mindset that this is what you do. And like you were just saying, like, you're going to do that instead of a Joe job. And that was the other thing I realized talking to these students is if you're going to be a performer, you have to have that mindset. Yeah, that you're not going to do anything else. And that you're not going to have a fallback plan. Yeah. I mean, I left college to go be an actor and I've been doing it for 20 years. It's, I think that's yeah. how you make it. That's it. Yeah. You have to have no plan B. Yeah. Hard I as don't that know. is. I'm just, I definitely have gone in and out a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I feel like it's still always hanging over my head. I know that's the plan, but it's hard. Oh, right? sure, sure. 
Well, it's different when you have even more kids and responsibilities yes. and stuff like that. That's sure. It puts a whole different onus on it. But that's early on, I, did you always have a plan B? That's why B? I wanted you guys to talk to you about the Stella and Dot jewelry. Do you guys, can you guys, do you have a minute? Can you yeah, take yeah, go ahead. <laughs> as long as you guys have time after that to talk about my essential oils business. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. You know. All right, well, let's thank people, and then we can talk about that. <laughs> It'll be good. Did you say SJ? I was saying, did you always have a plan B? Was there a time when you just went all in? Uh, no, like... It, I, you've whatever. gone all in a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. You took your entire life savings for a TV pilot. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's pretty much commitment right there. I've used my, I've used money from deaths to try to really take a swing at show business twice. Right. And the second, well, who one, else did you kill? Dick, uh, this, <laughs> this, this, this Jersey money Mafia guy. Gotcha. <laughs> this guy, this guy named uh, Doctor. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> don't worry about it. About it. No, you know, like when Dr. I was in, Nunya. When Dr. I was, Nunya business. When I was in, when I begged to intern for Penn and Teller on the Discovery Channel show, mm-hmm. I uh, was using the only time I had like savings in, in my life at that time to to, to do that. To do and it I came from, and, and I had that because my aunt passed floating away. for a little while. Yeah. And I used that also for to help pay for wedding stuff when Sarah and I got married. Sure. Mm. Um, and I have to say that in the long run, I was right. At the time, I felt like I was wrong because then. I got paid per episode wasn't fantastic, and then uh, the show didn't get renewed. It was only six episodes. Yeah, right. So it was like, feels oh, like, feels like, oh no. I was like, I went from intern to writer and paid writer, and now they trust me, and then it's right. over. And I was like, this was a mistake. And you had already had uh, the the TV show, the TV pilot, not do well. Yeah, and so they had to feel a little bit like, oh, it, this has happened again. Yes, yeah. There's definitely like when at that time specifically, it was always like, oh, all of my friends have moved to LA and now they're all starting right. to hit and I was with all of them in New York and now I'm I'm a failure. Right. Um but now you know then getting co-host of Penn Sunday School now I'm writing for my uh fifth season of Penn and Teller Foolis and then Penn and Teller handed me <laughs> a magic career. <laughs> like <laughs> I think that internship paid off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've certainly <laughs> Right. I, I, no, I looking think, back at that one, yeah. it worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I twice I went into it, and the second time it worked out for me. So I can right. say that it did go all in twice. And there you go. Yeah. You're a fifty-fifty kind of guy. There you go. There you go. Well, not like the first time didn't have its dividends too. Oh yeah, you know I said we talked to the kids today. It's like uh, failure is not a mistake, right? You know, you learn not trying is the mistake. Yeah, yeah, you learn so much from failure, yep. and you learn so much from failure than you do from success. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot I of even so ready. I have. I'm just. Exactly, <laughs> college boy, right here, like so locked learned. and loaded. You are learned, a scholar, sir. No, but it's you know I always say because yeah. you know the example we talked about this with RJ and Abrick about which is like when you when you first do something and you hit and then you just keep going and I think YouTube stars run into this. Yeah, bingo. Yeah. Then you don't know what makes you you, and so there's this paranoia of even adjusting one element of what you do because it feels like it's magic. You know, it feels like it's some right. kind of like spell that you don't know if you if mm-hmm. you if you undo any of these cogs it'll all fall apart whereas if you try and fail and try and fail and all of a sudden you make some decisions and it hits for you then you feel like you have like an authority as to like what you're doing and why you're doing it you're hitting the nail on the head and so yeah. like uh yeah the absolute all this stuff that's, i mean learned. that's across any art too i think you know yeah. singers musicians exactly you know, comedy yeah. actors mm-hmm. uh, i mean you just you're now experiencing success with your band yeah and it's it was, be- and it's honestly going in 
trying and failing, trying and failing, and finally being like, you know what? Let's do something that's going to make us happy. We know what works. Right. We know what's going to sell. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's have fun. That's, right. That's what it's like. And that like, will translate right. to the performance. Like but you tonight. have to learn first. I mean, it's not yeah, just you, doing You yeah. learn from being in so many weird bands and yeah. having dumb things go wrong. Yeah, or just stupid bands that are mm-hmm. that are successful, but they're just stupid. You know, no, you know, like I don't right. want to be a part of that. Yep. So it's, you know, it's a process. The, right. So that, 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 that's exactly it. So like, yeah, you just you just when you have a little bit of a grasp of like things you want to avoid, things you definitely want to do differently, and things yeah. you want to try. And you're out. talking about getting locked in, like that. That's what kills people eventually. I think you know, yeah. Like you, if you are like say a magician and you get so locked into that same like, well, I've been doing this for 20 years and it's great. Oh yeah. Definitely. There's some young gun out there who's got a whole new thing now. Yeah, or even like you know the amount of people that was like you know uh, won these uh, talent competitions on television or whatever, and they mm-hmm. they have no experience, so they just know yeah. to go out there. It's just hard to have your bearings, right? And Bruce Springsteen, guys, I don't know if you heard of him, Paul Bruce. Uh, remind me Always says that touring with do? touring with his child that he's a poet. Um, Ch- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, tours with his Good child? Story. Tours with his childhood. No, tours oh. with his, all of his buddies in the band Don't are from all? his childhood, you right. know, or, or, or from like right. when he was a kid. And he yeah. says that that always keeps him in check. That like that's always the most grounding thing is that mm-hmm. like no matter where he goes, he's just looking at guys from the neighborhood mm-hmm. and just keeps him grounded. Yeah. All right, guys. That's, Here we go. If I'm talking about Springsteen, it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> time to wrap. Um, <laughs> I want to thank. Penzo. By the way, we were planning on sitting down talking for like ten minutes, just just like chat and wrap it up. That was quite a while ago. I had a feeling, actually, when, when we all sat down with SJ, that it was not going to go that way. Yeah, yeah. That was not going to be quick. Sorry. No. No, we love oh, having you on the show. SJ. It's so, good. it's so good to have you back. We love having you on the show. <laughs> it's we us being I ridiculous. We could have had a whole episode for sure. <laughs> but instead, we just tacked it onto this bullshit. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> tacked on. <laughs> um, I want to thank Penn for creating this podcast. Yep. I want to thank Jennifer Grayson, Racing in the Streets. Springsteen song. <laughs> Big thanks to Tar Heel Sunday. Uh, what was the thing we did? Oh, yeah. Uh, urine tits. We got to write two musicals now. We got to write urine tits and we got to write because we're in town. And we got to we gotta write oh my Alexander Camel Town. <laughs> urine tits. My intents, <laughs> we are all together in the tents. <laughs> I want to thank Cheesy, born in the U.S. scoop. What's up, Carrie Hanselman? You know how you count a cow? Flip it over and see how much piss is on the boobs. <laughs> thank Jeremy, <laughs> Highway Patrol Hudson. Kevin Brown, he knows when a nipple's covered in urine. I want to thank Jesse, Thunder Rain. Scoop of Norway. Cow pee boob. I want to thank Jessica 10th uh, Avenue Vint out. <laughs> Bespectacled Scoop. Cow pee boobs. <laughs> I want to thank Jim Monroe from Monroe, Louisiana. Hey. Jacob's hey. hometown. Hey, Fox. One of them uh, real veiny udders with pee on it it's a bespectacled oh. scoop fox oh it's think. all one thing yeah yeah did you just do those as two different ones i did oh we'll do the next one then 
Kirk Dockstatter. Dun, dun, dun. Pee on boobs. Pee on boobs. <laughs> Dockstatter. That's pee on boobs. Sure, I'm glad I got you to go on and do the next one. I want to thank a Joe uh, Masala We Street Shuffle. Christina Kirkland. Dun, dun, dun. Pee on boobs. Pee on boobs. Boy, boy, it's just gold tonight. I want to thank. Such solemn reflection in the middle of the thank yous, Paul. We here's the thing. I honestly What's was the a thing, little Paul? bit. I was a little bit worried going into the show tonight. Yeah, because we'd had such a funny podcast the other night, right? And I was like, "Is there anything left in the Do we tank? have anything to give to the people?" Uh, true story. <laughs> we asked if we should periscope the show, and I was like, "No." I was like, I don't know where this is going tonight. I was so worried about the PC thing, and yeah. I was like, it might not be good. You should have. It was a good one. It was a solid one. But uh, the best ones don't get recorded. I want to thank John Builder, back of the USSR. Kurt Anger. Beep, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank John Jokers. Boop, 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 boop. I just want to feel if it was that easy to do, and it is. <laughs> Kyla Lansbury. Uh, uh, you find chocolate pee on a brown cow. I want to thank John Moore of Nebraska. Where they have cows. Elijah Scherer. Beep, beep, boop, boop. I want to thank Jonathan Cap, Land of the Hopes and Dreams. Oh, I nailed that one. Michael <laughs> Giuliano. Beep, beep, boop, boop. I want to thank Joseph <laughs> Polariero. Because I know how to say your name. That's how much I like you. Mike Wentz. Beep, beep, boop, boop. I want to thank this land is your land. This land is Hashdasi. <laughs> That one needs work. <laughs> Nathan Christensen. Pee pee boop boop. I want to thank Chef Scoop to Run. Peter Van Pelt. Pee pee boop boop. I want to thank <laughs> my hometown, Land Scooper Josh. Jacob's Rich- under his shirt, guys. Richard, Richard Fastnot. Turn that cow over. Pee pee boop boop. I want to thank. <laughs> From my glory days, Judy Schneider. <laughs> I'd like to thank, from my glory hole, Rob Corb. Beep, beep, boop, boop. I want to thank from my uh, old glory hole, Scoop O'Taters. <laughs> old glory hole. The splintery one. Scoopy and Pete. Beep, beep, boop, boop. I want to thank uh, uh, Fortnite champion, Kelly Conkle. St. <laughs> John John's Wart. Beep, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> I want to thank... Uh, Black Cyborg Kelsey Kandari <laughs> Stephen Stuart King Pee pee boop boop I'm down with this atheist Ken up church Can you see down, down with atheism with church, up church Up with church down with atheism I nailed it guys Great. Best credits ever Are you telling me pee is stored on the boob <laughs> Pee is stored on the boob <laughs> When it comes to cows, I want to thank Scully Walls, Goop, John Lord, Neapolitan, Jordan you. Campbell, The Red Baron, George, uh, Justin R. Young, K. Mathis, Keith Woodson, Ken Fargy, Ken Soto, Kevin Dandio, Th- Kevin Davis, Kevin Johnson, Kevin Collar, uh, Christopher Varholm, Scoop of Hinnell, Henley, something like that. Sebastian Moving on Jingling That's a brilliant name Thomas Langren Kevin McLeod The Famous Ball The Bad Humor Man And Jenny Ebar Thank you guys Thank you guys so much 
if you want to be thanked by Paul and, <laughs> and secretly, you guys don't know, Paul was giving away his pin the whole time. If you go back and check those stones, <laughs> beep, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> you, can now, you can now access all of his funds. <laughs> Again, another sleeper cell agent has been awakened. <laughs> go to preachingfun.com. Thanks for being a listener. See ya. We love y'all. Bye. So, so sorry. Pee-pee-boo-boo. Pee-pee-boo-boo. Right.